It is a very special week on the podcast because it's launch party week. Launch Party Week is a live virtual event I host every single year that covers the ins and outs, the mindset shifts and the strategies, and the being and doing that go into five and six figure launches. If you haven't officially registered yet, you can go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash LPW. Otherwise, enjoy the recordings on the podcast this week and make sure you tag me in your favorite episode. Right, friends, what the heck is up? What a journey to be here. But hello, happy Thursday. What a week that it's been. We're going to talk about business models today, which I am so very excited for. So today is a really important day. So I mentioned yesterday that if you're going to come to any of the days and you're going to come live, Today is a really, really great day to be here. So anyone live or anyone investing their time and watching the replay, this is a really important topic that is something, it's like a core piece of what I talk about as a business mentor. And I don't think it's talked about enough, but this is truly like the foundation of your business. And it's something we have to discuss. It's like, like leading an orchestra right now. Like it is really so vital, so important. So before we kind of talk about live launching versus evergreen, I saw some kind of um, questions around what evergreen is. I will explain it. I will make sure you understand both pathways and understand each concept really well by the end of this video. But I want to start with why business model is so important because a lot of people, and you guys can tell me kind of where you fall on the spectrum, they get into business. And obviously one of our most immediate goals is like we need to generate revenue. And most of us, for the most part, will be like, I am willing to generate revenue in any way that I can. Let me just get my first client. Let me make my first course. Let me bring in my first sale. And we're going to go from there. That works to some degree. A lot of people do that. But what I have found in my experience and something that I would love to see all of you avoid, if possible, is you're willing to just get things off the ground in whatever way it plays out. And then you kind of hit this moment where you realize I'm making money, but it really isn't looking the way that I want it to look. I'm making money, but I'm working all the time. I'm working, I'm making money, but I'm on client calls 24 seven. I'm making money, but it kind of feels like I got myself into my own version of a nine to five where, you know, I have to be everywhere all the time. And at that point, we usually, you know, when clients come to me and they're like, I literally actually just had a client come in in the DMs. Like, I want to work with you. Here's where I'm at. Like I'm making money, but I'm so burnt out. And at that point, you know, the first thing we kind of do is like, we pause and we backtrack and we start to unravel the things that have been built up to say, okay, what is not actually aligning with what you want? What needs to shift? What do we need to be like create to be more scalable? What do we need to strategize? Like, what systems do you need? What team members do you need? There's a bunch of questions not necessarily relevant to today's training, but I will say it takes a little bit more energy to unbuild what you just built and then rebuild something new. Does that make sense? So something that I always start with with all of my clients is like what do you want your lifestyle to look with to look like right like what is the end goal for you when I first started my business I worked a lot more hands-on with clients in the beginning because that's what I really wanted I was running like two masterminds at once I was taking on private clients I had a group coaching program I was making like new passive courses all the time I was so in it because that's what I wanted and then Obviously, like going into this season of life, it looks very different. Like I could quite frankly never run multiple masterminds at this point and work with all of these different people because what I want when this baby gets here is time and space. Like I want boundaries. I don't want to have to be anywhere. And for the last like year and a half of my business, I'd say, you know, I'm on calls a maximum, like this is including client and team calls, a maximum of like 20 hours a month, not a week, a month. And I'm pretty firm on the boundary unless something crazy is going on. I take at least a full week off of my business every single month. And so for me, it was like lifestyle is like, I need space. I don't like to be rushy. I don't like, I don't like having to be anywhere. So I really wanted space. So then it's like, okay, we take what we want and we begin to reverse engineer of like, 
So then it becomes like, how do we get what we want in terms of our lifestyle? And keep in mind, like your lifestyle is going to change. So whatever you decide today, it's going to evolve. Like we go through different seasons of life. And so it's going to be changing and keeping a pulse check on that is really important. It's something I kind of evaluate year after year of like, do any offers need to shift? Do any strategies need to shift? Do any funnels need to shift based on where I'm personally going? And then the secondary thing, the second most important thing after making sure you're fulfilled and happy personally, because you can serve it your best there, is making sure like, am I making the impact that I want to make? Am I still touching human lives in the way that I want without compromising you know, like that quality of service and transformation. And so like, this is something that we've done with five figure flow. The first time I launched it, it was actually ran as like a group coaching program and we kept vetting it and vetting it and vetting it to be like the cornerstone of my business. And like the, the, the biggest program that I have to get it to a place where it could get the same results with or without me as a core, like live piece of it because I was heading in a different direction. So I took an offer that was already working and I shifted it and I molded it and I'm kind of getting, you know, into a different topic that we could totally talk about. But my point being is you start with the lifestyle, then you make sure that with whatever business model you're choosing will also create the impact that you're looking for. And that will also give you obviously the revenue and the resources that you're looking for that will give you that lifestyle. And most people don't start here. So all of that long-winded introduction is to say most people get themselves in a place where they're just so full and so burnt out and they're like, how the fuck do I escape this without letting go of all of my clients and having no money until I figure it out a different way. So for everyone here today, this is what the homework is going to be about, to make sure that you are going in the right direction and building something that is actually supportive of what you want. I want to work from home with my baby and be able to travel freely and live slowly. Oh, wow. I felt that. Live slowly. We are, um, we're big on travel too. Like I'm such a travel bug and my husband is still in corporate and I keep saying to him, I'm like, your job really hurts us more than it helps us because it limits us in terms of travel. So we're planning our first, um, like, trip with with the baby and probably like between March or May we're not sure when we're gonna go but we're gonna go to Jamaica and like I'm so with you I want to work and travel with baby and like have that free spaciousness and to live slowly I'm so with you Alyssa all right friends so now let's talk about do we pursue a live launch business model or an evergreen I want to talk about why both are so important as you have questions pop them up. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Live launching, I think we're all pretty clear on what that is. If there's anything I need to clarify, you can let me know. But I did see some questions on evergreen. I don't know why it's called evergreen, to be honest with you. I feel like that word intimidates so many people where they're like, what the fuck is an evergreen? Like I literally was like, is it a tree? I'm confused. When I first heard the term, when I was getting started in marketing, I was like, I don't know what this means. Um, but an evergreen funnel, like simply put, is basically just like selling your offer in an automated way. And you can put anything behind an evergreen funnel, even if it's something that's like, you know, it opens and it closes, you can still kind of automate it and put it in a funnel. If it is something like, you know, you have a course and people could just join whenever you want, you can put that in an evergreen funnel. If you are, um, you maybe take like two private clients a month and you're always kind of enrolling that offer or you're taking new done for you services or like uh I know we had someone in like real estate something like that like if you could funnel people into an offer where you're always bringing in people in an automated way through an evergreen evergreen is a passive way of selling but it doesn't have to be a passive income offer meaning you could sell live coaching programs or done for you services or hands-on work through an evergreen funnel does that make sense I just want to like make sure there's no lingering questions so you guys feel really clear on this. So for example, um, Five Figure Flow is something that we live launch one to two times a year that is also on Evergreen. We're taking it off Evergreen for like the next five months because I'm doing some big behind the scenes overhauls, but you can do both. So you could have something that you live launch that is also on Evergreen. 
So I want to make it as simple as possible because I think there's like a lot of feathers ruffled around the concept and it's really just like, you know, it's a live launch, but not live through a funnel. It's doing the work for you. It was because evergreen trees don't have seasons. Oh, that's probably exactly why it is. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yes, passive marketing, but not necessarily passive income. You got it. Okay, so I want to start with live launching because that is the heart of this whole challenge. We're in launch party week because in my opinion, this is the place to start. I will explain to you why. But the first thing is live launches have so many benefits to them. The first one, a lot of people don't necessarily take into consideration is the amount of visibility you actually have during a live launch, depending on your strategy. When you're doing your launch event, you are posting more content. You are talking about more ways to work with you. You are driving people to your website. The visibility that comes in during a launch is mind-blowing. And this happens to me every single time without fail. If I'm launching one of my courses like Five Figure Flow, I almost always get people in the DMs of working with me privately or looking for some sort of higher level support because of my vis visibility. My highest level program right now is called the Profitable Partnership. And I've had two women reach out literally in the last 48 hours, one yesterday, and one today, inquiring about that program because I'm so visible during a live launch. That is a huge, huge benefit to live launching. So it's something to take into consideration. You're spending time with your audience. You are nurturing people. You are visible. You're showcasing your personality. And that's all really important. So beyond just visibility, connection, right? Like the questions I've been answering and the names that I'm seeing pop up, like I'm getting to know you guys and you're in the DMs and we're, we're chatting and reading your homework. Like the level of connection during a live launch is so much more focused and intentional. And that's something that will have a long-term ROI. And so if you're in a launch and, you know, not everyone buys, which not everyone buys every single launch anyways, if you experience that, like, please come talk to me. Let me pick your brain. But the connection piece of it is priceless because even if someone doesn't convert in that launch, they've built a relationship with you and they know you and they're hanging out in your community. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's not the right offer, but one day it will be, or they'll refer someone to you. And that like, to me is just like invaluable. The referral base that you could just build from developing that connection. And that's why yesterday was such a big topic too, of creating that live launch experience because the connection comes from the experience. I mean, if I was just talking at you and there was no homework and I was like, the comments, fuck the comments, I'm just going to put on the Taylor show. Like there would not be that level of connection where I'm like, no, I see every single one of you individually. And I want to support and answer all of your questions individually. Make sense? So we have visibility, connection. The third one, credibility. Okay. Social proof really, really does matter. Um, we were talking about this yesterday on the Profitable Partnership coaching call we had, and I was just taking note to like how much money I've spent on Amazon since I've been back on TikTok, like consuming TikTok videos, because there are so many of like trending products that are coming up of like a sweater or like a lip color, or I don't know, like shit that I'm interested in. And the more that I see people like trying it on or making a TikTok video or like changing their outfits in a transition, I'm like running my ass to Amazon and it's here within two days. So the social proof and credibility when a lot of people are talking about your offer and they're in your atmosphere. And what will happen as you relaunch your offers too, is you're going to have past clients coming out of the woodwork. And that's something that I am always so fucking humbled by is when we talk about five figure flow, the past clients are like, join, join the fam. We call it the five figure flow fam. Like come join us. It's the best investment ever. I'm still using it today. Like the amount of credibility that comes through when you're relaunching offers time and time again is also priceless because again, it's not always about what happens today. Um, it's what happens long-term. Everything in business is about the marathon, not the sprint. And so it's really about, yes, of course, what happens this launch, I want you to have the results you want, duh. But what happens after that? 
what happens after that? If we're not thinking about what happens after that, we're, we're missing something here. Um, credibility is insane. Influencer marketing is so interesting. Like I will literally, Alyssa, I'll see something on my feed for the first time and be like, meh, not for me. Like no interest at all. But then the more I see it, I go from like, I'm not interested at all to like, maybe that would look cute on me or like, maybe I would want that to, I mean, so many people are talking about it. So it has to be good. It's like, eh, what, what's there to lose? It's like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with it. Like it takes me from cold as ice to like, I need this yesterday, influencer marketing. So I'm fascinated by that whole concept. I told my husband the other day, I'm like, maybe I should just become an influencer. <laughs> he was, we always like joke because I'm we have Amazon shit coming here all the time. And he's always like, if like, you need to like have a full-time job and breaking down boxes because I'm so sick of you ordering shit and me having to break down boxes. So he's like, if you were an influencer and we had boxes coming here all the time, like you would have to have an intervention. So we were giggling at that. Five figure flow, <laughs> exposure therapy. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> I did just buy, um, it's like a mini food processor. It's like this big, if you're just trying to like chop up garlic really quick, because we have like the big food processor and then I have like the garlic like pincher, but I was like, that's such a good idea. And then I even, um, saw the other day and I sent it to my husband. I was like, do we need this? It was a kitchen countertop vacuum. And again, it was like, I don't know, maybe the size of my phone. And you just like, roll it or like hover it above the counter and it like picks up coffee grinds and I'm like is that silly and ridiculous or like genius and necessary I don't know but you know at $20 I'm willing to buy it out so that's funny okay anyways credibility that's what we were talking about credibility so cash injection you know you're going to get people coming into your program maybe you're doing like uh, a discount, maybe it's just a pay in full, like whatever, what have you, whatever your strategy is, you're going to get people that are coming into your offers and flocking into your offers. And that's going to give you a revenue booster, right? Like the months that we have these bigger launches are always the biggest months of the year. It makes sense. We're everywhere. We're credible, right? Like we're visible, we're connecting, we're selling something. There's urgency, there's bonuses, there's excitement, there's the experience, there's the show, and so those months are going to be bigger. It gives you that cash injection. Launching is how I built the business model that I did. Because in the beginning, this is not long-term, but in the beginning, I was basically buying myself time. So I had my first launch, my second month into business with nothing, starting from the ground up. It was a brand new offer. It was like a 497 course. And I made 10 grand out of the gate. So that was my first launch. It was $10,000 launch. Then I was like, okay, I have reoccurring revenue for X amount of months. Let me plan another one to keep stacking that. Let me plan another one to keep stacking that. Let me build off of what's working. That's why I was able to quit my job so fast because the cash injection and the momentum from live launching and building that reoccurring revenue. My first course, <laughs> um, we were actually just talking about it yesterday with my team. My first course was called Laws of Life, and I taught all energetic work, all energetic, like spiritual-based work. All of my offers have payment plans, so it wasn't like you have to like subscribe ongoing, but people would opt for like a six-month payment plan. So then I'd have revenue coming in for six months, and I could plan a launch then like after three months maybe, and then there would be like three months on top of three months stacked, and I would just keep building on that. So yes, okay. And then the last lingering thing is it gives you data. Now I saw a question flying around when we first got started of, do you have to live launch to go evergreen? You may hear different opinions on this. My opinion is if you value your time and your energy and your resources, you will live launch before going evergreen. So you have data to go evergreen with. The success of your evergreen funnels and the way that you're able to predict if they're going to work versus just completely going in blind is you are going to go through the cycle once live 
and you are going to see how people respond. You are going to see how your opt-in page converts. You are going to see what those email open rates are. You are going to see how people are responding to the sales page. You are going to work the muscle for all the different components of what will go in your evergreen funnel and you'll be able to assess, did this work or did this not? If it doesn't work and you throw it into an evergreen funnel and now let's say you're playing with like Facebook ads or some sort of paid marketing, you are bleeding resources. And I just don't want to see that happen to anyone. When I worked for a marketing agency, we saw it all the time where people were like, I have this funnel. I've never tried it. It's a brand new offer. I've never tested it. Let's put 10 grand a month in ad spend behind it. And we were like, it's like putting $10,000, literally like shoveling into a fire pit. If we have no idea where we're going or what works, even like big names, big brands, you still need that data. Briefly explaining funnels. So a funnel is literally like taking someone through a live launch experience, right? So like when you opted into either the Q4 ramp up series or launch party week, depending on how you got here, that was entering the funnel. And then we're literally moving down the funnel of like, well, now we're getting a little bit more narrower because we're spending time together and we're nurturing and we're hanging out and you're getting to know me. You're getting to know if you like my vibe. You're getting to know if you like my teaching style. And then we're getting to the bottle of bottom of the funnel where, okay, it's time to actually ask for the sale. Five-figure flow is open. It's going to be closing. You are either going to funnel your way to the bottom and become a client of mine, or you're going to funnel your way somewhere else and maybe come back into a funnel later in time. And so if, if it's an evergreen funnel, you're wanting to create the same experience through whether it's like email, pre-recorded content, whatever it is, but you're bringing someone through a journey where you're going to have a, a large volume of people coming in the top. And then as it funnels down, you're going to have less people making it to the bottom, but those are the people that convert into an offer. So you are funneling people to your offer, whether it's a live launch or an evergreen funnel. Yeah. It's the process process of like getting someone to be a client essentially in an automated or a live way. Um, laws of life. I do have an energetics based course. It's called the vibe. Um, and every course I teach for you guys don't, who don't know me very well yet, um, has an energetic component. Like there's a whole mindset piece in five figure flow of like the energetics behind launching and your mindset piece. So I still very much teach on that, but just that specific course we were talking about, it's like, that's not, I no longer resonate with the way that I used to teach it because I've learned so much about it over the last three years. Yes, five-figure flow. This is the last time it will be open for 2021. It'll go back on Evergreen sometime next year, maybe after the next live launch of next year, which may be in April. I haven't committed to anything in 2022 just because I don't know what this, you know, phase of life is going to look like with being a new mom and us trying to travel. But um, I usually launch it in March or April, and then we're building a new Evergreen funnel. There's like a lot going on, but it is open for the last time right now for this year. Okay, so that's kind of the shipping on live launches. Oh, I was talking about data. Okay, let me riff on this a little bit more because this is important. So when you're launching your funnel, Evergreen, the way to know if it works is to get people through it. So we always used to say like, you're going to want to bring at least 100 people through your Evergreen funnel to know if it's working. And that's like a, a pretty small like population to test the data. And so maybe you're driving traffic organically, like you're only gonna talk about it on Instagram or maybe you're putting paid ads behind it, but it's like you are going to expend a lot of time trying to get people through that process to see if it works, Nicole. And that's not something that you want to be doing because building an evergreen funnel, it's like, I don't want to call it a heavy lift and intimidate you, but it's something that has a lot of moving pieces. And so if you are um, either building it yourself or hiring someone to support you in building it, I just don't want to see you throwing spaghetti at the wall. So that is all to say, I highly recommend live launching your offer, getting the numbers that you want, and then putting it into an evergreen funnel. So we launched Five Figure Flow probably six times before actually putting it into a funnel saying, okay, we know this is going to work because we've perfected the sales process. We've perfected the emails. We've perfected the pitch. We've perfected the marketing. We've perfected X, Y, and Z, the price plan, the payment plans, the bonuses, the urgency. 
everything is exactly where we want it. So we feel confident now putting it on autopilot. Okay, so now let's shift into the um, pros of evergreen funnels. With um, evergreen funnels, it's great because you can have multiple going at once. When you can have multiple funnels going at once, you can achieve a couple of things. You can funnel people through one funnel into multiple offers, or you could have different funnels leading to different offers. So there's multiple streams of revenue being driven at any given time. So for example, um, we have like a, a really small funnel that goes to our Instagram mini course. And then there's like a $55 upsell. And then it goes into like another like $300 course or something like that. And so that funnel may be running at the same time as lunch party week at the same time as maybe people funneling them into being a private client. So you can have different funnels at all scales that run all at the same time that you have available to do the heavy lifting for you. Even if you're just funneling people to your DMs or funneling people to get on a call with you. So then you can personally take on like the sales process. If you like to be more hands-on with like who you're working with, you can just funnel them to getting on the phone or getting closer in proximity to you and then taking it on from there. So it's great because it can add multiple streams of revenue at once and the goal is to have many streams of revenue right i don't remember the statistic but it's like the average millionaire i think has like at least seven streams of revenue coming in so that's something to keep in mind the second thing is um it's a great source of lead gen so like we mentioned with the live launches even if they don't buy when they enter your funnel you still have their email address maybe they subscribed to text marketing um and so there's going to be ways where you can continue to nurture them and you can continue to maybe even repitch them in, let's say, I don't know, 90 days or six months, you kind of refunnel them into a different offer or you invite them to listen to your podcast or watch your YouTube channel or join you for a live series in a Facebook group, but you have new leads coming in the door, even if they're not converting right off the bat. And so this is why funnels are really great too, because you're constantly funneling new people into your world. And then ongoing sales. So it's bringing in sales all of the time. That's the point, right? For it to sell without you. When we first launched the five-figure flow evergreen funnel, I remember getting like four or five sales of like, you know, five-figure flow is like a 2K investment. And I'm like, this is so cool because people are coming in and it's working. And like, I haven't even talked about five-figure flow on stories this month, but it was doing the heavy lifting for me. So it's ongoing sales without you having to necessarily do the heavy lifting. Any type of launch, you guys, it's going to be the same process. And Julia, I know you're in five-figure flow, so I would take the same approach. Like, pick a strategy from the vault that feels exciting to you and launch it that way. Like the urgency, the deadlines, the hype, the launch party for all of it, like insert service, insert product, insert whatever, it's the same process. Funnels can start anywhere. Yeah, can start anywhere. I build mine in Kajabi personally, just because we have everything in the business in Kajabi. We have our website, our sales pages, our funnel pages, our email marketing, like our courses, everything lives in Kajabi for us. So that's why we build in Kajabi. But there are plenty of platforms that you can use. So don't get hung up on like it has to, you know, look a certain way. Okay. So circling back then to what we were talking about with the business model is the question kind of becomes then, do I want to live launch or do I want to build an evergreen funnel? And here's kind of like the secret kicker that I want you to take away from it is I genuinely and deeply believe having a mix of both is important. I really do. Maybe you're focusing like 80% on funnels, but you still have 20% on live launches to build that credibility and visibility and really still connect with your audience. You know, I know people who have different funnels and have maybe one to two full-scale launches a year. I know other people who have like one to two full-scale launches a quarter and then also still have some passive income funnels going in the background. I don't recommend going in all in on one or the other. I think it really is important to have a mix of both. Yeah, listen, my website, um, I'll drop it just so you can see. Oh, okay, someone answered that for you. Yes, but alignedandambitious.co. 
is my site and it was built on Kajabi and the five-figure flow page is on Kajabi. Launch party week, if you guys came through that page, that's all on Kajabi. So for me, Nicole, I love, I love live launching. <laughs> this is so energizing for my soul. It is like soul food for me. Five-figure flow is the biggest launch of the year. So that's normally, like I said, one to two times a year. And then depending on like what programs I'm running, if it's a mastermind, um, like a pop-up program, or I have a new program coming out next year, like that will have a launch behind it. So I would say maybe anywhere from like, I'd say like five bigger launches a year. And then we have made a lot from like smaller passive income courses. So like we have one $27 offer that has made over $10,000 in sales because like that's where a lot of that effort goes and it just sells and it sells and it sells and I don't have to think about it. It funnels people into upsells and different programs. So that's kind of where I am right now. I have this like genius idea for this big ass funnel that will probably roll out in like quarter two of next year that might shift and I might be leaning more on that funnel and drop down to like two or three live launches a year but I think that's why it's so important to like work this muscle and and go both options and especially starting primarily with live launching so you know what's going to work and so you know what's enjoyable for you and what's fun for you so starting there is so important how many steps are in your full funnel to five-figure flow? I want to answer this simply because I could do a whole training on just like hacking that funnel. And I don't think that's super, super relevant for today because again, the five-figure flow funnel works because we vetted those steps live and proven it works live before doing it. So it's not like this is like the end-all strategy, but we have like a pod funnel where um, audios are delivered via podcast for launch party week rather than on video like this there's still like a wine glass expiring bonus um there's like a few day other urgency then they go into like a 10-day email sequence and then if they don't buy they go into like nurturing and this that and the other thing but we're we're revamping that entire thing so for the homework um to think about things like how much do you want to work how often do you want to launch how much space do you need? How much revenue do you want to bring in? And really thinking about what you want your lifestyle to look like and then reverse engineering all your business decisions from that place is exactly where you want to be and exactly what I would recommend doing. Can you explain a little bit more of all the programs that you have? So like the, I keep saying it's the cornerstone of my business, but the cornerstone of my business, my like most signature offer is five figure flow because I think everything starts here. Like this program teaches you marketing. It teaches you offer development. It teaches you sales. It teaches you how to build funnels. It teaches you Facebook ads. It teaches you um, like how to read data and basically how to become a master marketer. And that's like a, a base of what I teach off of. So five figure flow is like my signature program. That's the one we're in the launch for right now. I also have a program called the vibe and that is five days or five videos rather than five days, but I recommend listening to one a day, week after week. That's all about the energetics of ease and attracting and receiving money in your business. There's two ways to coach with me privately right now. And all of these are going to be shifting into next year because we're rehauling things as we do every year. But I have the Profitable Partnership that's a six month coaching container. It's like a group mastermind if you're scaling to half a million or beyond. And then I also have something called an aligned and ambitious immersion where we will map out essentially like your 12 month business plan over the span of two days on Zoom. We will look at your launches. We will look at um, your offers, your pricing strategies, your goals, et cetera, et cetera. That's by application only. And that's not anywhere public, you would have to like DM me to get information on that because we haven't officially launched it yet. So um, if you're interested in that, we can talk about it on the side and you would be booked in for like probably February or March of 2022. How did you learn about funnels? My career, my corporate career was in marketing. So I was building funnels. I was strategizing funnels. I was running ads to funnels. I was doing all of the things, but this is the program. Like we just added a funnel module. Well, the funnel module has always been there. That's a lie, but we really beefed it out. So you had the tools that you need to actually like test and vet a funnel. 
what I want you to take away from this whole series is starting with live launching is powerful and it can look and feel really spacious. I was thinking about a client this morning and I was talking to my own coach about her and I was like, I had a client over the summer who was like, I literally, I want to launch and sell out my mastermind, but I'm taking a month off and I'm going to Spain. She was just like skipping around Spain and she was eating her gelato. And she's like, I'm going to go on Instagram stories when it feels good to me. And I'm going to sell out my mastermind and I'm going to do this thing. And sure as shit, you guys, she did. So launching does not have to be this, like I'm on every day for 10 days or I'm on every day for six weeks. Like you could literally be like skipping the streets of Spain. And for me, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to Greece and still bringing in the same revenue you want. It's the approach. It's the strategy. It's the prep work. It's the energetics behind it, which is why I get so fucking hyped about five figure flow because no other launch course on the market will teach it in the way that will give you the lifestyle you want. Five figure flow is about giving you the lifestyle you want by giving you the tools to create the financial resources and time freedom that you need to actually go out and live that life. That's what five figure flow truly embodies. I'm so thankful you're a coach with the actual experience and what you teach. Natalie, I could go off for a very long time on that subject. <laughs> yes, I will not even begin to go off. That's the tip of the iceberg, but I was in marketing for years and it was like, the reason I got into business was because I kind of sat around after being in the space for like four years and being like, I am making everyone so much money. Like I was running ads for business coaches. I was running ads for fucking marketing coaches. I was like strategizing behind the scenes for people who were going out and teaching this. And I'm like, why am I not doing this for myself and, and teaching it and going out on my own? So that's, that was literally like the inspiration of how I started my own business. Why am I not taking what I'm providing for other people and making their livelihood and like apply it to me and create my own livelihood. It was like this big, clearly life-changing aha moment. So when you say figure out um, what you want your lifestyle to be and build your business, do you mean evergreen or based on that? Yeah. I mean, like asking yourself, like, how much do I want to work? I have clients who like love client calls and they scale one-on-one -on -one and they're like, I really want to be in the weeds and working with clients like on one-to-one -one calls. I don't mind being on calls. Like I'm willing to be on like 20 hours a week of calls. Okay, great. Then we're going to build a business model that like one of your primary offers then is your one-on-one -on -one coaching and making sure we're funneling people to that. If you're like, you know, I hate Zoom calls. I hate sitting on Zoom calls. I don't want to have to be anywhere. Then we're going to say, okay, well, how do we then create offers and create sales processes that don't require that of you, right? So it's really just about reverse engineering yes, evergreen or live at the end of the day, you're going to have both, at least in my recommendation, but it's really more about like, even down to what you're launching and how much time that takes and what kind of launches you're doing. Do you want to launch party week kind of launch where you're like hanging out every day? Or do you want like, a, I'm going to go to Spain for a month and launch my mastermind and like still have success because you can have success either way with both. And that's the, the picture that I want to paint for you guys. And I keep going back to my story. I had my clients say it, you know, yesterday. And I think sometimes we downplay our own stories, but my clients yesterday were like, you're seven years pregnant and you're, you, you look good and you're doing the things and you're launching and you're taking care of us. And like, you know, you still have free time and sanity. How do you do it? And then I was talking to my coach this morning and she was like, your story is so powerful in this launch because people are looking at you and they're like, how are you finding the time? How is it looking so easy? And um, I was thinking about this because I was in my backyard the other day. We, we just bought a house with land, if you guys haven't been following me. And I'm like walking in the back and I'm like feeling the grass on my feet. And I'm, um, yeah, that's, that's what they said to me yesterday. They're like, you're literally seven years pregnant. I'm eight months, but you're like, feels like you've been pregnant forever. Anyways, I was like picking raspberries off the raspberry bush. And I was picking a pear off the pear tree. And I was like, now my weekly like hobby is like picking bouquets and um, like we have all these flowers in our yard. And I'm like, this to me feels like, like the I've made it moment. Like being out there and feeling those senses of freedom and not being like, I have to write this email. I have to stay up all night. 
like I have to wake up at seven because I don't know if so-and-so is doing this and this, that, and the other thing, like the freedom of like, I am representative that like, you can be a mama, you can have a family, you can have different priorities. You can still be a very present partner. You can still be a very strong leader to your team and a very impactful coach to your clients. And also like pick pears in the backyard and like bake brownies and <laughs> sleep in during your launches. And like, it's, it's about having it all. And I know I, I made a post about this. So go check out the Instagram post for today if you haven't already. Because I know that there are some of you watching and being like, well, Taylor has a team. Well, Taylor's been doing this for longer than I have. Well, Taylor has a bigger following than I have. Well, I'm not very techy. Well, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And what I want to say to you is I think we both know that you know deep down that's, that's all not true. It doesn't matter. I want you to take away from the series of like, I'm going to stop sitting on the sidelines and watching and wishing and waiting and actually be the woman who has it all. Because when I first started, I started with nothing, no brand, no team, no nothing. No, I didn't get here overnight, but my first launch was 60 days into my business literally 60 days. And I was just scrappy. And I was like, we're going to do this. And it, like flying by the seat of my pants. And that first launch was $10,000. And that's why it's called five figure flow, because I, I do believe you can start from the ground up and have a five figure launch. And then it just doubled. The next launch was 25,000. And then the next launch was like 40 something thousand. And then the next launch was whatever, what have you, but it's like the compound effect too. Right. So that's really what I want you guys to take away is I was just sitting there picking pears and I don't even like pears, but I was picking them for my husband. <laughs> um, and I was like, this is it. And sometimes it's just that simplicity of like walking down the streets of Spain, <laughs> eating gelato, or like I'm picking fresh raspberries and I don't have an alarm clock set tomorrow. And I still have $30,000 a month coming in or 40 or 50 or 20, even if I don't sell something and I have this funnel running and I'm having so much fun in the process. Like it really is about the entire experience. It's about doing this because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. And I've always been a big advocate. The minute you tell me I have to do something, I'm automatic resistance of like, eh. <laughs> if I'm doing something because it's joyful and fulfilling and it's impactful and I feel like it's, it's for a greater purpose and like, let's fucking go. Um, so Danielle, I am glad you said that because no, I didn't just like sit on my butt and like, oh my gosh, it manifested overnight. I hate that messaging. I'm not trying to, to say that to you at all, but I do want you to know that it is a lot of the time simpler than what we make it out to believe because we think we're lacking all of these things and all of those things are not necessarily the needle mover that we think that they are. I caught another question, the difference between a mastermind and a group coaching. Yeah. So for group coaching, it really is more, in my opinion, like there is a strong teaching component to it. So when I run group coaching programs, there's usually like some curriculum or I'm teaching live, or there's some sort of like master classes or something where I'm teaching. And then the coaching is like very Q and A style. So we kind of like bounce around and this, that, and the other thing for a mastermind. I keep my masterminds like master of the minds. I always say it's not the Taylor show. And so on the partnership, like we're all partners. Like we all pulled up one of the partner sales pages and we were all like spitting off ideas. So you're not just getting the support from me, but you're in the proximity of other women at that level working toward the same goal, like giving you their feedback and perspective too. So coaching is more like me supporting you, me teaching you, mastermind masterminds are more like I'm in a room full of people who are supporting each other. Do you pull your ideas for your new courses from your audience and current clients needs? Yes and no. Um, we talk about in five figure flow, shameless plug, um, validating your idea, making sure like what you're coming up with is something that your clients actually want. I would say half of it comes from like, okay, there's a gap here. I'm constantly asked about this or it's constantly coming up among my clients. Or it's like, I'm really inspired and I'm really excited to talk about this. So I'm going to create it. <laughs> That's where the vibe came from. The vibe um, 
is that energetics program I was telling you guys about. That was purely like an inspiration based, like, this is going to be so good. I'm so energized. I'm so excited. I'm going to like launch this, do this, sell this. So that's where that offer came from. Five figure flow was something that was like meticulously developed based off the gaps in the market that I was seeing. And then just pulling my experience together to like, basically take the thinking out of it for you. Because you got to learn marketing and sales as a business owner. And if it's not your love language, that is not necessarily approachable. You're like, fuck funnels and tech and numbers and strategy. Like maybe you're a Reiki healer. Like maybe you're a sex coach. Maybe you are a relationship mentor. Like, I don't know whatever you do, but like, maybe it's like marketing is not my zone. This is my zone. I want to stay in my zone. I want you to stay in your zone too. And I want this to be approachable for you and easy and fun. So you can master the skill without feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking back to college to get my MBA and it feels miserable. I think joy should be infused in everything that you do in your business. And if I can take the thinking and the heavy lifting out of it for you, then like I go to sleep at night with with a fucking beaming smile on my face which is why there's so many templates. It's like, oh, I can't even think of, I have, I have so many clients that are like, I sit down to write an email and I go blank. Like that's literally why we, we created nurture email sequences and sales emails for you. Oh, okay. Make a sales page. And you're like, I don't even know where to start. Okay, great. We have a sales page template for you. Oh, I don't know how to talk about my offer on social media. Great. We have social media swipe copy for you. Like, let's take all the heavy lifting out of it so you can stay in joy and you can stay in your zone of genius and you can hang out in the backyard and pick your pears or your raspberries, take your dog for a walk or what the fuck have you. And you're still making money and you're still getting more of what you want. And that's my goal for you. Marketing is not my love language. Natalie, I get it. I, it's so funny because the base of women I work with, like most of them are not like business or marketing coaches. Like they're in all different fields. So that's what I experience a lot of the time, which is probably why I, I, I developed this the way that I did. Cause they're like, could care less about this strategy, could care less about marketing. I know I need it, but like, it doesn't turn me on. It doesn't do anything for me. Let me just get what I need so I can apply it and have success and stay in the zone that I do love. So I totally hear you. And that's so valid. Danielle, I can actually say, um, I've never done anything with, um, with SEO or Google. I launch, I mean, we do different things. We have the podcast. That's a big source of like organic traffic coming in. We do live launches. We run ads, different collaborations, being a guest on podcast episodes, things like that. But I've never relied on like an SEO or, or Google because here's, here's my thinking my ideal clients are not necessarily Googling how to find someone like me. They're more than likely like typing it into Instagram or um, searching podcast episodes on like specific topics. So I focus more on like, if I'm thinking about my ideal client, it's like, how do I launch? It's not like Google is not going to give them what they're looking for. If what they're looking for is the way that I'm teaching it. I come from a background of customer service, corporate contract renewals and retention. Does that process exist? One of the things that I talk about with all of my clients is client retention. It's huge, it's huge, it's huge, it's so important. It's why integrity matters so much in this space. Like 80% of my clients are re-signing, reoccurring, coming back for more clients. I think it exists. I don't know if it's talked about or taught as much as it should be, or it could be. And maybe that's where you come in and fill that major gap. But a hundred percent, I think contract renewals and retention is like so fucking important. Yes. Start with where they are searching. Yeah. Pinterest. Pinterest is huge too. TikTok is really huge too. I'm not big on TikTok. Like I, I'm a big consumer and clearly I convert on TikTok, but um, it's not a platform that I'm pouring a lot into right now for myself personally. Do you have something like a podcast is necessary for building your brand if you aren't trying to focus on SEO? When you're first trying to focus to build your brand, I do not think it's about being everywhere all the time. I think it's about focusing in on like one to two platforms that feel exciting to you so you can build consistency there. As you're growing and as you're expanding, we want to create more of like a omnipresence kind of marketing, meaning 
you are in multiple places, but I would say make sure you have the bandwidth and the support to be in multiple places and be in multiple places really well. Because you could have the same effect with a podcast on Instagram if you commit to doing like one live a week on Mondays at 2 p.m. or something. Like you're still creating what's called episodic content, which is content people can look forward to, they can plan for, it's reoccurring. So you could create the same type of thing. I created my podcast probably like a year and a half into my business. And it was something that I started to do. And I was like, I do not want to do this myself. So it was at the point where I could like afford to hire someone to take care of it for me. And then we even expanded into YouTube for a little while. And to be honest with you, I was not excited by it. So I scaled back on that. So I say, show up where you're excited to show up. Don't spread yourself too thin. You don't need a podcast or a YouTube or a TikTok or a insert whatever just to overcome the concept of SEO. Like I've actually never talked or taught about SEO. Like some people it's for them, but I just, I show up where it feels really good for me to show up because I know if I'm feeling good, my energy is good. I know if my energy is good, the right people are going to show up and consume and, and hang out for a little while. When did you bring on your team? What do you delegate versus what do you do on your own? These are such good questions, you guys. <laughs> so my first hire in my business was a VA was someone to just like handle something that is very routine ritual in the business. Like how to, um, how to send like a newsletter or how to like send a client birthday gift or something like that. Like how to take a post that I wrote and schedule it on social media. So the first hire I have ever had was a VA. I have actually a ton of podcast episodes on the way that I built my team and another one coming out next month too, because my team right now is locked and loaded. They are a dream team. They're so fucking good. I've been working for three years to build this kind of team culture and atmosphere. So if you guys want more resources on my thought process, like definitely check out the podcast episode because I can go a lot more in depth on like who I hired, why I hired them. At this point in my business, my team does everything except the things that I can only do, which is be here with you, connect with you guys, um, develop like content, develop curriculum, what I'm teaching. A lot of my content creation, like my podcast recordings, all of that is me, but anything that doesn't require me directly at this point in my business now my, I have a team that, that takes over and supports me in that. And that just came to life. Okay, so let me also paint that picture. I've been in business for three years as of August. So, like, let that sink in how you will. It didn't come together overnight. Yeah, burnout can happen. I'm like, team, avoid burnout at all costs. How did you figure out the course ideas? Julia, we covered this question. It's a mix of um, listening to you know, what the reoccurring gaps are in the questions and also just like what I'm inspired to teach on. Platforms do you use to pod publish your podcast? I, I know we host on Lipson. I honestly cannot answer too many tech questions about the podcast because all I do is record and pass it off to the podcast agency I'm working on, which is um, CEO Power. It used to be Profitable Podcast Production. So I would um, follow them. I know they share a lot of like tips and resources. But I know the podcast is on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Is Five Evergreen Funnels too? It's not about having too many. I would say if you're creating one a quarter, um, Alicia, it's about the data. If you have the data to back up all your funnels, no. But if you're just like launching funnel after funnel after funnel and you're not getting traffic through it and they're not converting, like that's what, to, that's what I would prioritize. So like we were speaking about earlier, I'm not sure if you jumped on later, it's really about like taking the data and I know you're in five figure flow. So I would um, watch the module on like how to tell what's converting and optimizing. And those are the pieces that you would then plug in your evergreen funnel. How do you keep your energy and positivity up all day? I'm glad you brought this up. This is a riff. It's obviously so outside of what we're talking about for business models. Um, but I think there is a really toxic notion in the online space of like you have to be positive to keep your energy up to attract what you want and I'm not positive all the time <laughs> like let me just be as transparent as possible like I would consider myself someone who has high energy and I'm optimistic like 
most of the time. But like, I have days where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Who the fuck am I? Am I doing this right? Can I do this? Are my clients getting value? Will I make it? Will I, will I reach my goals? Like I have days where I'm just cranky. Like I have days where I doubt myself. I have days where I don't feel like showing up for client calls. Like, but what I have assigned meaning to is I don't have to be in a high vibe state to make money. I can be real and I can be authentic and I can feel my feelings and I can be a human being and make money. So I just wanted to like preface this question by saying your job is not to be positive all the time. I actually hate that word. I love the word energy. I think maintaining a healthy energy and protecting our energy through boundaries and not like taking on other people's shit is very important. But I also believe in like feeling the human feelings. If you are feeling sad, have yourself a cry. If you are feeling angry, go like punch a punching bag. Like I'm not about suppressing what's actually going on in order to maintain positivity. For a lot of you guys who don't know, which so many of you are new here, and I'm so excited that we're finally meeting and hanging out, but um, I lost my grandma in June. And that was, um, I wanna like talk about this delicately because it's still so new, but like that was one of my first experience with loss with someone so close to me. And obviously a couple months before she was gonna have her first great grandbaby. Um, and that was so hard. I had no capacity in me to like be high vibe or show up on Instagram stories. And in fact, because of the way that I have built my business model, I was luckily able to take about six weeks off and just kind of process grief and just be like, client calls have to be pushed back. Like, (laughs) I don't care if I'm, I disappear from social media. Like I just had to take time to be a human, to be able to come back. And I see a lot of people, whether it's like loss or just, you know, struggling with um, relationship issues or, you know, like sibling issues or friend issues or financial, whatever, like life happens. And I think it's so important to have the space and emotional intelligence, I guess you could call it, to actually like go through that process. So, um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that, but in June, it was like, everything had to be on, be put on pause and I still made money. Clients were still served. Sales were still coming in because of literally everything taught in five figure flow. And that was when I was kind of going into, um, pre-launch and I was just thinking to myself, this is the freedom I want women to have. Sometimes it's planned, right? Like I'm planning this beautiful, um, maternity leave and I'm so excited and it's planned and it's detailed and it's anticipated but that is not to devalue or ignore or discredit the things that happen in life that we could never plan for you guys like my my grandma like she got sick and went to the hospital and like within two weeks she was gone like it was like no no one ever could have saw that coming. And so as much as it's about, I want to see you travel. I want to see you spend time with your families. I want to see you picking pears in the backyard. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, but also life is going to happen. And I want you to be prepared to take care of yourself and your emotional and mental, physical, spiritual, energetic well-being. And that's also what, what launching provides for you. So I'm really glad that you asked that question, Julia. Um, as far as rituals, I don't have a, like, I have to check this box every day. It's more like what feels energizing to me or, or what brings up my energy. And sometimes it's a song and sometimes um, it's a workout. Sometimes it's a good cup of coffee. Sometimes it's picking raspberries, taking my dog for a walk. Like I, I follow the energy more than a routine, if that makes sense. Did you always have strong boundaries? My God, what another good question. Um... <laughs> No, I was the biggest people pleaser. I wanted to be everything to everyone. I wanted to be everywhere all the time. I wanted to make everyone else happy. And I was constantly putting myself on the back burner until I realized in my corporate career that it was never worth it. And as I got into business for myself, I said, I'm going to rewrite the rules for everything. 
And I'm only going to give what I have capacity to give. I'm only going to say yes to things I want to say yes to. I'm going to say no to things that I want to say no to. And I'm not going to feel bad about that. So I would say they definitely developed as I got into business. Um, but people pleasing. Yes, absolutely. That was, that was my narrative. Not anymore, but it was. The person you just described is exactly my target market. Great. Take my words, use them. <laughs> um, that'll help you speak to your ideal client more. Okay. Any other final thoughts or questions? We kind of went all over the place in this Q&A and I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. This was so much fun. I hope you guys had fun and got a lot out of this. I would obviously love to welcome y'all into Five Figure Flow. I'm dropping that link. It is open for the final time of this year. Um, so come see what the hype is about. Come see what the magic is about. If you have questions, feel free to answer. The doors are going to be open through next week. The thing about Five Figure Flow, um, another tangent as I'm waiting for this question, is I have invested like many many dollars into my business and a lot of them will get me the result that I want and then I outgrow them and I'm kind of done with them and I move on and I invest into something else. With five-figure flow, I wanted it to act as your mentor essentially through and through. So it doesn't just become something that you use once and okay, I got it. Now I'm going to move on and you know, I never log in ever and ever again. Like five-figure flow people bought three years ago and they still go back to every single launch because there's always more you can do. There's always more you can play with. There's always more you can optimize. There's always like new strategies being added. There's always things that I'm testing and adding into it. And so if you're really weighing on even the investment piece of this, this is not a one-time investment. Like this is something that you will come back to over and over and over in your business. I have like women in this program who use it to launch $17 offers and they're having like four figure launches. I have women in this program who come back to it, who are having literally $300,000 launches and going into like half a million dollar launches. It is everything from everyone in the spectrum. So you can, you know, start with the basics if you're just getting started and then say, okay, I'm ready for ads or, okay, I'm ready to leverage a podcast or, okay, I'm ready for X, Y, and Z. And so it's really meant to grow with you. That was really important for me. Like I want it to be like your buddy, <laughs> your BFF, not just something that like you log in, you're done. Okay. I got it. I'm good. Like this is something that will continue to support you for literally years to come. And to me, that's priceless. Um, yes, five-figure flow, you have access forever. All future updates, it's updated twice a year. All new content, all new things you will get access to. So do you have any advice for someone who doesn't have a lot of startup capital? I would say my biggest piece of advice is for the resources that you do have, make sure they're going into things that will move the needle in your business. Maybe like if you can make them ROI related directly, like I know if I invest this money here, I will get some sort of return on my investment. Or like if I invest this money here, then I can like get some time back so I can go out and make more money. But I think a lot of people in the beginning are like, you know, I need the branding. I need the fancy this. I need the fancy that. Like when I got started, I had like bare minimum, um, like tech and resources and what I was investing in it. And I'm not saying this is right at all. Like, do you, you know, what feels good, but the things that I was investing in, in the beginning, when I didn't have a lot to invest was like learning different things that I knew were going to move the needle in my business that I didn't necessarily want to hire out yet. So things that like would give you an ROI, I would say focus there. Hopefully that's helpful. Mickey podcast questions. I'll be honest, like that's not my zone. Um, my podcast team has been doing everything for me. They don't recommend using the podcast feature. They, they make content on that. So look them up on Instagram and they can um, hopefully clarify some more questions. All right, I'll be over on Instagram in the DMs if you guys have questions on anything. We are back tomorrow. And tomorrow we're talking about like nitty gritty, all the things we've talked about. We're putting them to the test and we're talking about how to create monthly reoccurring revenue through quarter one of next year. So it's going to be a good day. Oh, Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a whole module on offer creation. We talk about um, product suite, filling in your product suite. 
what goes into a high impact offer, how to price it, which bonuses to include, how to structure it, how to run it, like what your low, medium, and high ticket could be at the base of those things. Like everything offered creation is in one of the first few modules of Five Figure Flow. So totally, totally have you covered on that too. Okay, love you guys. See you tomorrow. I'm so excited. Have a great rest of your day. Five Figure Flow enrollment is open for the last time of 2021. You deserve more space in your schedule and profitability in your business. And that's exactly what Five Figure Flow will give to you. Check out the updated curriculum and fresh bonuses over at alignedandambitious.co forward slash five figure flow and DM me with any questions you may have over on Instagram. Enrollment closes on September 18th.